bonus episode for all of the patrons. Blew my load here in that. I love it. Sing. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I uh, I really struggled to find uh, some news stories today. Not much going on in the world. Everyone's at home. We're slow, doing nothing. Slow, stupid news day happens. Um, Still fun though. Yeah. Well, we managed to power through. We got some good ones. Of course. I'm sure Ian's got some good ones. He's been researching for weeks. He's been saving them up. Yeah. Yep. Been <laughs> reading the news all day. He does about as much research for these as I do for our typical Sunday shows. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Zero research. <laughs> so, anyways, got some good news stuff. I think we should go to Ian first. Think so? We did the same thing we're doing. What would what, what do you do? July, I think, was the last news one where we went to Ian. Or, or, right. or we we went to Ian. We picked Ian's stories for him. We're going to do that again tonight. Yeah. He has no idea what news story he has. Dave and I each picked one for him. I'll send him mine if you want. Go for it. All right, Ian. How do you want it? Uh, text? You want me to email yeah, it? So, yeah, text it to me. Okay. It's a good one. Ian, just Google Tub Girl and you'll find your uh, your story to read. Tub for you? Girl? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't get that joke. Is that, that one of those old videos, <laughs> Tub Girl? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right, I sent Ian his story, so we, he has no idea what he's reading. Man had sex with a dolphin called Dolly for a year and claimed she seduced him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dirty dolphins, man. I'll get you every time. <laughs> Malcolm Brenner wrote a book, Wet Goddess, about his experiences <laughs> with a dolphin who oh claims God. to have a relationship with when he was a student. <laughs> Wet Goddess. <laughs> I make all kinds of noise over here. I'm so excited. He's struggling. Malcolm Brenner is a self-confessed zoophile who claims he had an affair with a dolphin called Dolly after she seduced him. It's the bitches that'll get you, am I right? He's like, what do you want me to do? She came on to me. You're just not going to not do it. I wish I had had some dolphin sounds queued up. <laughs> Now 68, Malcolm was still a student when he embarked on the relationship with the bottlenose dolphin in the 1970s. He has written a novel, Wet Goddess, which tells a story of a young man who has a sexual relationship with a dolphin named Ruby while he's working in a theme park. Malcolm has admitted the book is autobiographical and is based on his own experiences. <laughs> oh, good God. When you need a fin job, you need a fin job. What are you going to do? <laughs> He said, quote, I wrote this book for dolphins because hold on. <laughs> I wrote this book for dolphins because we are mistreating these animals by keeping them in captivity. So he did his part by giving it the D <laughs> and writing his book. Malcolm claims to have been in his early 20s when he started in his relationship with Dolly. He was a photographer and was allowed to take pictures in the pool at a former theme park in Sarasota, Florida, where he lived. He was allowed to swim with the dolphins and soon formed a close bond with Dolly, saying, quote, I was given free access to the dolphins and I became friends with her by, by going swimming with her. She was very special. I bet. <laughs> I heard this guy yeah. in Howard Stern years ago telling this story. Really? Yeah. Malcolm claims Dolly, quote, announced her intentions towards him by <laughs> positioning herself so he was rubbing against her. <laughs> what does a he dolphin a... vagina look like? Like, what is the sex organ of a dolphin? 
They're mammals, right? Just like us. Holes yeah, is holes, I'm Dave. <laughs> holes is holes. <laughs> Californication. He added, quote, at first I discouraged her. I wasn't interested. After some time I thought, if this was a woman, would I come up with these rationalizations and excuses? No, because it's a fucking human being. This is a dolphin, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> Malcolm insists Dolly became, quote, more and more aggressive in her pursuit of him. He fuck said, me, quote, fuck me. <laughs> fuck me, Malcolm. Fuck me. But it's like, what's the dolphin sound? It's like a, is that what it is? Fuck me, Malcolm. I wish I would have had some dolphin sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the doll. That's not it. I think the first one might have been closer. <laughs> yeah, that one sounded like a weasel or something. There's various sexual mating noises from Dave. <laughs> he said, quote, I found that extraordinarily erotic. It's like being with a tiger or a bear. This is or with a dolphin. That- <laughs> this is an animal that could kill you in two seconds if it wanted to. Yeah, that sounds fun. Then one night after the theme park had closed, Malcolm says he and Dolly, quote, eluded the male dolphin so they could spend time alone, eventually had sex for the first time. He explained, quote, there is something quite transcendental about making love with a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) Malcolm has always stressed there was nothing abusive about his relationship with Dolly and that dolphins, quote, basically have free will. Basically. Except not. Look, who among us has not dicked on a dolphin before? I mean, (laughs) I'm not gonna. I have not. I can say in all of my sexual sexual excursions, well documented on this show, I have never given the dangle to a dolphin. Unless you mean Dan Marino, because I I boned him (laughs) once. (laughs) That's Dan Marino. Never even won a Super Bowl. Greatest of all time. That's never won a Super Bowl. Did I ever tell you guys I was a huge Dan Marino fan back in the day? Like as a kid, the Dolphins were my favorite team. Yeah, I think so. I still have a Dan Marino jersey. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I still never fucked a Dolphin. I just was a fan of the football team. <laughs> <laughs> he added, quote, what is repulsive about a relationship where both partners feel and express love for each other? One's a fucking I, Dolphin. <laughs> for beginners. I know what I'm talking about here because... After we made love, the dolphin put her snout on my shoulder, embraced me with her flippers, and we stared into each other's eyes for about a minute. You think this he stared like not- into one eye, right? Because like if the <laughs> eye was like on his shoulder, he can't see the other one because of the big, you know, fucking snout of the dolphin. So you stared into Dolly's one eye after penetrating her brown eye or silver eye or whatever. <laughs> silver. Do they have poopers on dolphins? How do dolphins poop? They're mammals. They have a butthole. They must. They're mammals. And a vagine. A vagine. And, you know, a mouth. I like the dolphin <laughs> vagine. It's a mouse. Okay. I regret sending uh, Ian this story because it's getting worse and worse the more this guy tries to rationalize us. He goes on to say, quote, this was not some dog trying to hump my leg, okay? This was a 400-pound, wild-born female dolphin. She was an awesome creature. Bang and 400-pound his- creature. Sounds like Dave 20 years ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's uncalled for, my friend. But after nine months after Malcolm began his relationship with Dolly, the park closed and she was moved elsewhere. No, Dolly, no. Yeah, 
it's uh, sent him into a spiral of depression saying quote <laughs> i called it a relationship because that's what it was when she died it made me feel terrible and i fell into into depression which lasted five years mm. next thing you know he's waking up in a bed next to fucking salmon and eel <laughs> and octopus all the all the hoe bags of the water community seafood tower like at fleming's i've never had have you? No, I hear it's really tasty, though. Mm. We should go to Fleming's. We should have them deliver it. We talked about this last week. <laughs> we did. We got to stop talking about food because <laughs> I get so fucking hungry. I went home last week after we recorded and we were talking about what we were talking about steak, ribeyes, and stuff. Mm-hmm. I ate a two foot sub, an entire two foot sub I ate when I got home last That's week. That's a lot, dude. I skipped dinner and we had drank a lot and I was starving. <laughs> a two foot Italian sub. I don't even think I, I can took do to that. the face. Still didn't fuck a dolphin, but still. It's a lot of meat. What kind of sub? It's the one from Bueller's. It's Italian. The Italian one from Bueller's? It's delicious. Anyways. <laughs> Ian, how'd you like that story? Did you finish it? Or was that it? Uh, no, I got, oh, I go got ahead, just go. a little bit left here. So the dolphin died shortly after she was moved. And Malcolm firmly believes that she committed suicide by, quote, voluntarily stopping breathing. <laughs> um, she died of a broken heart, Dolly. Yeah. yeah. She's like, okay. <laughs> Was that, was that the final breath? <laughs> <laughs> the relationship didn't break any laws as bestiality was only banned in Florida in 2011. Of course, because it's, of course it is. <laughs> it was a close vote. Too. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Malcolm has since been married twice, but also describes himself as a zoophile and says that he had previously also had sexual experiences with a dog. <laughs> so that guy's living a life. Didn't he just <laughs> earlier say it's not like a dog humping your leg or something? Relax the standards later on. <laughs> Good grief. Oh, what kind of dog, though? Well, if it's a golden retriever, I fully get it. That's been documented on this show. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're, they're sexy creatures. <laughs> they're beautiful blonde hair. <laughs> mm. That's a... I feel dirty after that story. You know, you always see these photos people post online like they're on vacation, they're swimming with dolphins. I'll never think about it the same again. Mm. What's going on under <laughs> yeah, the water? What's what's happening here? What if that dolphin's putting the moves on them and they, you know, they bite? Can't resist. Okay. Good article. I thought it was a fun one. <laughs> um All right. Dave, you want to go? You want me to go? It's up to you. I'll go. All right. I'll a couple here. Let me see. What do we got here? You got a lot to live up to now. Ian set the bar pretty high for us. I'm going to go with this one because it was so cool. I don't know if if everyone heard it. The FBI is investigating a report of a guy in a jetpack flying 3,000 feet in the air at LAX. Did you guys see this story? (laughs) No, No, I did not see this. The FBI is investigating a report from airline pilots that a person was seen flying in a jetpack some 3,000 feet above LAX Sunday evening. The FAA said two airline flight crews reported seeing what appeared to be someone in a jetpack as they were on their final approaches to LAX around 6.35 p.m. Sunday. Fox 11 Los Angeles obtained recordings of communications between the aircraft and the tower. Tower American 1997, we just passed a guy in a jetpack, <laughs> pilot said. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're, you're, you know, so these are legitimate approach? pilots reporting this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What do you make of uh, Go ahead. I, I, James, they were they filming a James Bond movie or something cool? I don't, I don't know. American 1997. Okay, thank you. 
Were they off to your left side or your right side? The controller asked. I feel like this guy's drinking again. <laughs> off the left side at maybe 300 yards or so at our altitude, pilot said. Another pilot also reported a sighting. Quote, we just saw the guy pass us by in a jetpack, he said. The controller then advised another aircraft flight crew to use caution. Person in a jetpack reported 300 yards south of the L.A. final at about 3,000 feet. 10-plus mi- 10 mile final, the controller said. Another pilot summed it up best. Only in L.A. <laughs> the bizarre report has prompted much speculation as to why anyone with a jetpack would be flying in the line of incoming planes. <laughs> that was my first question. It's a very fair question. Go out in the desert, man. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I have so many questions. 3,000 feet? That's up like, there. And this is just a civilian with a jetpack? I don't know. I don't think they found him yet. Steve Collin, aviation safety expert, said he believed the pilot's reports. There's no question in my mind that an American pilot was very definitive about what he saw out his window, Cowell told Fox 11. As of Tuesday, no one has come forward to take credit for the stunt. The FAA is also investigating. That's it. Who was the... This reminds me of... Remember the guy we did a news story on, the, the, the stunt man who blew himself up? Oh, yeah. What the fuck was, was his the name? the flat earther guy, Mike... Uh, That's right, the flat earther. He was going to like launch himself into space. Yeah, yeah man, Mike. This is his man kin. Mike, yeah. This is his kin. It might be. And they made it. He did not. It's happened before. There was a guy in, in Los Angeles, God, what was it, 20, 30 years ago, who tied a bunch of like heavy-duty helium balloons to his lawn chair and floated up thousands <laughs> oh. of feet in the air. Only in the <laughs> fucking trailer there, park. Man. Something like that happened. So someone's got a fucking jetpack to get 3,000 feet up in the air. That's high, dude. These are legitimate pilots reporting this, too, which makes us crazy. Like this, They saw this then. It, it freaks me out in a plane just to see another plane. Like I'm like, that, that plane's yeah. too close. I right. don't think I should see this other plane. Did you see the video? Imagine a guy in a jetpack? It's on Instagram all the time where like the one plane channel challenges the other plane to a race. Ugh. And the pilot, like, pilot comes on and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, we've been challenged to a race by this. And I'd be like, motherfucker, don't accept. Oh, boy. So like, why are you racing another plane? What if they're like airwaves, mess up our airwaves, and then we go down? Just land, dude. Like, I yeah, would not like that. I'm not trying to have fun up here. Just bring the drink cart. Get me fucking down to safety. Exactly right. It's terrifying. So someone's got a cool fucking jetpack out in uh, out in LA. I would not do that. I would do those. No. I would do those little ones that like you can go over water. Do you ever yeah. see like? like oh, I yeah. would do that. Those are cool. And even then, I'd probably be like fucking all over the place, like drunk driving. I wouldn't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> but that's the only thing I would do because at least to know if I fall, I'm gonna go just fall in the water. Right. And you're only what I don't know, 20, 30 feet over, three thousand feet in the air. Fuck that. Fuck that is all right. Look up the lawn chair guy though. That was cool too. All right, I have I have a few short ones. Oh, hang on, I got it real quick. In 1982, truck driver Larry Walters accidentally ended up 16,000 feet above the ground. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? On July 2nd, 1982, he launched his, quote, aircraft, a Sears lawn chair dubbed Inspiration from his backyard. It's called Lawn Chair Larry <laughs> Flight. Look, look it up. Was he strapped in? Yeah, 15,000 feet. Holy fuck. And also a violated controlled airspace near LAX. Lawn chair Larry died a year later, so I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> a lawn chair saw- Larry committed suicide not too much later than us. Mm. But yeah, tied some balloons with helium to his lawn chair and uh, went way up. Cautionary tale, friends. What was his plan to get back down? Like slowly start popping them? Let them deflate on their own? And you good s- question. Mm. This picture of him is pretty wild. <laughs> Now I gotta look it up. Fuck. This is the most casual episode we've ever had. Like we're just like there's not even anyone listening. We're just hanging out talking. 
Like, look at how many fucking balloons that guy's got on there. <laughs> There's like 200 balloons oh. tied to his <laughs> tied to his <laughs> lawn chair. Bash on this guy. Awesome. This, this mustache is awesome. Lawn chair, Larry. He's the fucking man. He is the man. That's just terrifying being that far up. Yeah, fuck that. That would be so scary. Do you, do you ever hear the, watch the video of that guy that the the army test captain that went up like to the outer, the edge of the atmosphere in, in a like a um, a hot air balloon weather balloon type thing and then free fall jump from sixty thousand feet up? No, that was insane. No, thank you. That's my story. I will pass on the first two stories. I'm not partaking either of those. <laughs> no dolphin fucking. What about fucking a dolphin in a lawn chair 20,000 feet above LAX? Well, obviously I'd do that. You're not just going to pass up. That's uh, I mean, chance. who wouldn't? When's the right. next time you're going to get to do that? Right. I have a story that I'm pretty sure will resonate with Ian, and he'd probably give in to. <laughs> Florida teen offers cop a blowjob in exchange for confiscated e-cigarette. Subheadline: Madison Ann Bryant, 19, told the deputy she would, quote, suck his dick if he returned her jewel back to her. Of course, it's a jewel. <laughs> Ian's like, I'm listening. <laughs> a 19-year-old Florida woman offered to perform oral sex on a police officer to get her confiscated jewel e-cigarette back, according to an arrest affidavit. Madison Ann Bryant was charged on Sunday with disorderly intoxication, a misdemeanor, and offering a bribe to a public servant, a felony charge, after sheriff deputies found her in an intoxicated state sitting on the median of the highway in Leesburg, a city 45 miles northwest of Orlando, at 2.20 a.m. Bryant told deputies that she had just had an argument with her boyfriend, a truck driver, who had parked nearby, and while her 22-year-old boyfriend was getting busted for drinking and driving, Bryant was not initially facing arrest. As Bryant waited with deputies for a ride home, she told them she needed to use the bathroom and expressed her wish to urinate on the side of the road. <laughs> Despite being offered a ride to a nearby gas station where she could use the restroom, Bryant decided to relieve herself then and there. She pulled down her pants and urinated directly in front of the patrol car. Sure, sure. She was taken into custody and her jewel e-cigarette seized by the deputies. Damn. Bryant claimed she used the jewel for anxiety. On their way to the Lake County Jail, Bryant kept asking one of the deputies for the smoking device, claiming it helps her deal with anxiety issues. At one point, the deputy responded, Madison asked, quote, Madison asked me if I was married and had children. After the cop responded to the quarry, Bryant allegedly stated that, quote, she was not trying to fuck that up and that she would, quote, suck my dick if I give her her jewel. <laughs> quote, after being offered this by Madison, I did not reply and continued to the jail. Bryant was later released from Lake County Jail after posting $3,000 bond, her arraignments next month. While disorderly intoxication carries a penalty of up to 60 days in jail and a $500 fine in the state of Florida, bribing a public servant can be punished with the maximum sentence of 15 years in prison, 15 Ooh. years of probation, and a $10,000 fine. Like, do they really have to char like, charge her with a felony because some drunk chick in the back says, I'll suck your dick to get my e-cigarette back? Like, fuck you. Come so, on. no, they don't. But should Florida people be put in jail for 15 years? Yes. <laughs> like, just because it's probably better Ugh. for society. See, that's awful. No, that's crazy. Like, clearly she's just drunk and she's in the back. Like, she didn't even do anything. Like, she peed. I wouldn't even have arrested her for that. Of course not. Why? This is a problem I have with cops. That's just 
completely out of line. And like she was ridiculous. literally waiting with them because her boyfriend was being arrested for drunk driving. She said she had a pee. Why not let her go to the side of the road? Like away from like the, the, the highway. Let yeah. her go piss in the grass. Who cares? Felony. They love with those overcharging felonies. Well, it was a misdemeanor at first for, you know, drunken disorderly or peeing yeah, whatever in front of the cop you know, car. Drunk people do hey, drunk, she didn't have drunk to stuff. Hey, she didn't have to offer to suck his dick for a jewel. Fucking bullshit. Fuck those cops. <laughs> so that's what's going on in Florida. Seems a little harsh to... Uh, yeah, it's a lot harsh. I, I do yeah. doubt she will get 15 <laughs> years in prison for this. <laughs> I don't think she'll go to jail for 15 years. She'll be dismissed for nonsense. Well, she'll be back in jail on September 29th. Maybe we'll follow up. It's outrageous. <laughs> Judge Dave says dismiss... Dismissed for nonsense. <laughs> Without prejudice. Uh, I have another short one if you guys want. Go for it. This one I just thought was kind of interesting. Headline. Mysterious safe discovered in the middle of New York field to remain locked. Mm, intriguing. Here's another thing to add to your weird things that happened in 2020 list. A locked safe with a mysterious note attached to it was discovered in the middle of an agricultural field in New York State. Kirk Mathis was out of town last Thursday when he got a phone call about a large metal safe that had been found on one of his fields near the town of Bear. Word spread so fast that deputies had to disperse a crowd that had gathered on the side of the road to see the oddity. The metal safe, which the farmer estimates estimates weighs between five to 600 pounds, had to be transported to the field by heavy machinery, but no one appears to, to know who or when it was put there. But all everyone wants to know is, what's inside it? What's in the safe? What's in the safe? (laughs) What is that from? I'm not going to tell you. Because it's something you should know. Probably. All anyone wants to know is what's inside of it, especially because there's this mysterious note attached to it. Quote, if you can open it, you can keep what is inside. The note attached to the safe reads. And Mathis claims that people actually tried opening it to see what's inside before police came and dispersed them. Now the farmer is reluctant to solve the mystery of the safe, and it has proven a nice distraction from the pandemic. Quote, they took a sledgehammer to it, knocked off the dial and handle. They worked on the hinges, kind of beat it up. The bar farmer said, my personal feeling is leave it as a mystery. If you open it, the show is over. In these times with the virus and the politics, it might get people a chance to set their problems or troubles aside and have fun talking about it. As for who put the safe on his farm, Kirk Mathis doesn't really know, but he suspects it was, quote, a wise guy. Wise guy. Or kids. You know, one of those wise guys. (laughs) What are you, Weisenheimer, huh? (laughs) Leaving a safe on my land. For now, the safe is is in one of Mathis's barns, but he told local reporters that he planned to hide it as soon as they left to discourage anyone from breaking into his property to open or steal it. In the future, it could become a part of a planned museum and bar, so we may never know what's inside. Quote, it could be holding millions of dollars. It could have confetti in there. You have no idea. So just dream, said a local woman. Damn. Could be a dead body. <laughs> right? <laughs> could be. Mm. Sounds a little mysterious. Yeah. I think this this Kirk Mathis might have something to do with it. I think so. Could be a winning He might be the wise guy. Think he's the Weisenheimer? This guy? I think he might be the wise guy. So, all right. Mm. You want to send Ian one of yours? Where is it at? Bear, New York? Bear, bar. What did I say? Bar. It was bear. B a r r e. I'll I'll post the we'll said. post the picture or if you saw our Insta or our social media posts, I'll post the picture of it. It's just a big ass safe hmm. just dropped in the middle of a field. 
Use a safe cracker to get up there. Kind of weird. Or he'd blow it up, some dynamite. He don't. Kirk ain't, Kirk ain't having any of that. Hmm. Don't cause that mischief. You just blow up your hoodies with your little rocket launchers, Dave. <laughs> you're good at that. It's a long time ago. I sent Ian the you story. Sent Ian. This one's going to make me this hungry, This is my too. story of the week. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I actually almost Nebraska. picked this one to read his mind. <laughs> Nebraska man asked city council to rename boneless chicken wings. Goddamn right. <laughs> a Nebraska man's plea to, to the Lincoln City Council is going viral after he passionately laid out the case for the city's restaurants and stores to stop claiming chicken tenders are boneless chicken wings. <laughs> They're not wings! <laughs> Andrew Christensen, 27, whose father, Roy Christensen, is a Lincoln County councilman, appeared before the governing body at a public meeting and encouraged the city to, quote, be a social leader in this country. <laughs> his dad's probably like shaking his head like motherfucker. <laughs> this sounds like something like drunk buddies got together and were like, I right. fucking dare you, man. You right. would never do this. Right. He's like, I'll fucking show you. I'm going to do this. <laughs> My dad's on the council. I know when those meetings are. <laughs> Quote, we have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning, <laughs> treating things as though they're normal, Christensen said. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. <laughs> I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. <laughs> USA! 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 Christensen had to wait for laughter to subside before laying out the case that boneless chicken wings are composed of meat that doesn't actually come from the wing of a bird. It's just cut up chicken breast, right? Like, that's all boneless wings are. Yeah, I think so. I think it's not they, the wing. They, right. They just don't want to call them chicken nuggets because that has like a, you know. Negative connotation. But it's like a fast food. That's right. the same thing. So, I it, I mean, it is. Well, I think I would. What's the I guess it depends where you go. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like you hear chicken nuggets are like mashed up parts of the chicken. Like reconstituted. Yeah, and I don't even know. I don't even care. They taste delicious. I'm pretty sure some of the boneless wings that we And that's what I said, depending on where you go. Yeah. Depending on where you go. <laughs> but And I do get this, but like call them chicken bites or like just boneless chicken. You don't have to call them chicken wings. I agree. This yeah. guy, I'm behind this guy 100%. Anyways, continue, Ian. Quote, we would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats. But then we go around pretending as though the breast of a chicken is a wing. He, <laughs> he said the issue could could affect children's development. Quote, our children are, are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat, he said. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. Christensen offered some possible alternative names for boneless chicken wings. We can call them buffalo-style chicken tenders, he said. We can call them wet tenders. We could call them saucy nugs or trash. <laughs> so okay, so this guy, so this guy's agenda really comes out. He just hates boneless wings. Which I like saucy nugs. I think saucy nugs are delicious. <laughs> I mean, that's a saucy. Give me some of those saucy nugs. It's fantastic. Yeah. But the, so, okay, I'm turning against this guy a little bit. Well, come on. He's just got an agenda that he hates boneless wings. I think he's a fan of wings. And Which is he fine. he believes it's beneath him to call his his beloved wings boneless wings. But, but as soon as he said trash, I lost respect for his argument. 
He's a wing because guy. He's, he's a making, real wing guy. But then what's the, what's the gist behind this? He just has an, a vendetta against going after boneless wings. He doesn't actually care that they change the name. He just thinks boneless wings are trash and you're a trash person if you eat them. Oh, aren't, so, <laughs> aren't you though? I think it depends where you're at. I think it depends. I've had some <laughs> traditional wings from places that are garbage and their their boneless wings are better or their their saucy nugs are better. But I think the the working point here is that they're not wings. I don't disagree with that, but I think his motivation for this is just entirely misguided. Well, we're not talking about motivation. Well, I am now. Well, I don't believe that's fair. He's not the leader of my movement. <laughs> I'm not in that camp. I want to live in a world where you can have saucy nugs and traditional wings live in harmony. And you're not, you're not, uh, you know, they're not segregated and you're not, uh, you're not facing prejudice for what you order. This guy clearly has a vendetta against people and uh, saucy nugs in general. Well, he's an elitist. Clearly. But that's okay. I'm all right with that. Well, he can be an elitist. Boneless, that's fine. Boneless wings are trash. Let's be honest. Uh, I don't think they're trash. I think it just depends where you go. It's just when you're lazy and you don't want to get dirty eating. That's all it is. Yeah, but you also get more bang for your buck. Like there's more meat in a boneless wing than there is in a traditional wing. But it doesn't taste as good. It's not a wing. I think it depends where you order it from. All right. I mean, we go to we go to B-dubs all the time, Buffalo sure, Wild Wings. Sure. I do not like their traditional wings. I will only get their boneless. I will occasionally get traditional if I'm just really in the mood for them, but I don't think they're that good. Mm. Their boneless wings, I think, are better. That's one of the few places. They do have delicious boneless wings. Yeah. I, will, I will give you that. So that's what I think of. You like, will be in the can the whole next day, but they are delicious. You know, as you might be with most wings, depending <laughs> on where you go, and, you know, cooking them in grease and all that shit. So I don't know, but... Mm. I do get his point. Like the overall point, they're not wings. I get that. It's cut up chicken breast. Also, Team Saucy Nugs with Ian. And I want to spell <laughs> nugs with two G's and a Z. Saucy Nugs. <laughs> <laughs> to go with like Mr. Mugs. There we go. Saucy Mugs. Oh, New shirt. New shirt. And it's Mr. Mugs like eating a boneless chicken bite. <laughs> with one hand, he's filling out the fuck schedule on his other hand. Yeah, right. Boom. All right, Ian, draw that up for us. Give us some proofs by tomorrow. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this one up. Mugs uh, for nugs. <laughs> there we go. That's a good shirt. Quote, we can take these steps and show the country that's where we stand and that we understand we've been living a lie for far too long, and we know it because we feel it in our bones. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I applaud this gentleman. The impassioned plea was designed in part to spark amusement, but Christensen said he stands by the message. Quote, I would love nothing more to have boneless chicken wings removed from menus, he told the New York see? Times. See? Don't call it it's something it's not. He wants them removed from the menu now. Just the name, not the That's item. not what he said. He said he, he said, wants don't them don't call it something it's don't not. Don't call it something it's not. Okay, but that's a different. That's different. He well, said I want them removed it. from the menu. Not next sentence, don't call them something they're not. Well, it's two different things. Splitting hairs, I think. I yeah. don't think I am. I'm using his own words. Just, I don't disagree with he's him. He's a though. traditionalist on the wings. Okay. I applaud this man. Traditional uh, wings are fucking phenomenal. I agree. And boneless chicken wings are not chicken wings, so that is a ridiculous We name. all agree. I, yeah, I don't. He may have a different motive, but I'm okay. I don't with disagree that. with that. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on someone for liking boneless wings. If somebody wanted to ban country music because they just hated rednecks. Wait, let me back this up. No, no I, I think that's a fair point. <laughs> I think that's a fair point. You would agree that country music should be banned, but you would not agree that their their motive or their cause was 
was good because you don't want to. Who cares? That's if you're, why. Like, I, that's why I was hate on. Like I just want country music banned because it's trash. Right. But well, if someone the, else was going to help me further that agenda. But you wouldn't but stand care. behind that guy. You would stand behind the guy that says I love rednecks, but country music's trash. Get out of here. That's who I want to stand behind. Really? Because yeah. why? Well, I'm not going to hate on rednecks. That's who I would stand behind. You're absolutely right. You would stand by the person that's hating on rednecks. No, of course not. Right. That's what I'm saying. Love rednecks. So that's the I just situ- hate their music. That's the situation I'm in. I can't stand behind this guy. His cause, his overall cause. But oh, he's the only one for the cause right now. He's Until the guy. now, I'm declaring my candidacy <laughs> for saucy nugs. I will do that. But I'm not going to hate. I will never call them trash. I'm not going to say remove them from the menu. Let's just change the name. Okay. I'll be behind you then. All right. Where's this guy at? I'm going to challenge him. Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska. Okay. Well, I'm not going In to Nebraska, this. so you can have that fight out there. Might make a City change. council wrapped it up by saying, quote, officially the issue is being taken under advisement by the city council. Excellent. <laughs> well, seems pretty perfunctory to me. That's a good story. We gave Ian the two best stories of the night. What the fuck? Well, you know, I'm generous. But wait, there's more. We're not done yet. You got a follow-up to this Nug story? Oh, you got your own story. I got my own story. I thought you had like a follow-up. I was like, wait, Nebraska passes law, <laughs> term boneless wings, <laughs> illegal. This, uh, this picture is sure going to be up on our teaser pick. Ohio woman calls cops to probe penis-shaped meat from store. <laughs> that headline. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> These people sit around. They put more effort in their headlines than they do the fucking story. It's true. Because like you see the typos that are in some of these stories. Wiener and beans, anyone? <laughs> An Ohio woman bought a package of what she thought was smoked turkey tails at a supermarket, which that does not sound great either. What is that? Turkey tail. Turkey tail? A smoked turkey tail? That sounds terrible. Yeah. I w- yeah, I've never had a turkey tail. I don't think I've had a tail. That does not sound good. I mean, I get my fair share of tail, but I've not had turkey tail. <laughs> but thought she got the shaft <laughs> when she <laughs> look at this fucking. Who's this author? It's the New York Post. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> but thought she got the shaft when she noticed a decidedly phallic-shaped piece of meat in her beans. The Akron Beacon Journal reported. Akron so, Beacon Journal. It's a hometown hero story. Oh God. It's like a twenty minutes away hometown hero. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm calling save a lot. This ain't right. Akron resident. Save a lot. <laughs> Who the fuck is buying meat from save a lot? Save a lot is the is the Aldi version of Aldi. I don't think I've ever been to a save a lot. Is it like a dollar store? What is it? No, it's an Aldi, but it's the Aldi version of Aldi. All right, fair enough. Like we're the Aldi version of last podcast, we've as we've been generously told <laughs> in reviews. <laughs> I will say that's not fair. I've never listened to an episode of last podcast, so I you and me both. I don't. I thought it was a funny review. I don't know if it's fair or not. It's just fucking funny. <laughs> I'm calling save a lot. This ain't right. Acro native Lamia Singfeld said on Facebook Live. So she was Facebook living this whole thing. I know what this is. She added, referring to a male member. It's got the folds. <laughs> told her Facebook fans <laughs> upon further investigation there's a hole at the tip oh my God. <laughs> when she checked her store receipt it indicated she had bought turkey tails but a photo of the label said it was actually smoked pork tails oh. mm. so I've already mm. got some discrepancies here Wait, who's eating this shit 
Ugh, scrap like meat. pork tail. Like does that mean like a pig tail? Yeah, it's a tail. I did not know I that guess. was a delicacy. Wait till you see this picture. I, I'd rather not. But still, fearing as she was cooking male genitalia, the worried woman called the cops about the mystery meat. I called the police because I examined it, and it is what it is, Singfield said in a second Facebook Live video. The police came, and they examined it, and it is, in fact, a penis. <laughs> they are calling the medical examiner out here right now in the coroner because somebody is missing they stuff. They stuff. <laughs> Save a lot has got some explaining to do, she said. <laughs> Fortunately, an investigator from the Summit County Medical Examiner's Office said the meat was indeed pork and not an errant penis, adding that the piece of meat contained a bone, suggesting it was likely a pigtail. In a state not sure they were not boneless pigtails. Not boneless. I don't want to live in a country where you have boneless pigtails. <laughs> in a statement to the Beacon Journal, Save a Lot said it had not been contacted by the customer. At Save-A-Lot, we have a long-held commitment to the highest standards and quality control and work in partnership with our vendors to ensure those standards are upheld, the statement said. Issues of quality receive the utmost priority, and we take this matter very seriously. We can confirm that we have had no previous quality issues with this item, and we have not been contacted by the customer in question or the local authorities regarding this incident. We will take the appropriate action at that time, it added. A still suspicious Singfield said she has hired an attorney to look into the matter. Regardless of what it was, she said, the meat was mislabeled and wasn't a turkey tail. It looks nothing like the other meat in the package. So she got him on that. It was mislabeled, right? Mm-hmm. She wanted turkey tails. She got pork tails. Correct. But it was not actually a penis. It was not a penis. Did she not look at the what was in like like meat? You can always see it. I, I don't see how she could have purchased this and not realized the penis similarities until she was cooking it. I just sent you guys the picture. It does, in fact, resemble some sort of penis. (laughs) Some sort. Hold on here. For the record, the photo of... Okay. Now... What the fuck? It's on a a paper plate. Like She took this out and cooked it. Well, is that cooked? I don't even know. I can't even tell. So that's supposed to be a pigtail? I guess. Yeah, we're definitely posting that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking disgusting. What do you even fucking eat on that? It's like little pieces of... I mean, it's probably pretty good. I don't know. I I don't... I disagree. I don't know. I don't remember pig's tails looking so meaty like that. Like... I agree also. Hmm. Unless pigtail, like, just means something else. Like a different part of the pig. Hmm. Maybe it does. Also, the guy uh, in the video who preaches about the boneless chicken wings looks exactly like you think he would look like. <laughs> a, pretentious, a pretentious <laughs> motherfucking piece of shit. <laughs> that being said, I don't disagree with the overall name change. Maybe it's good. Like oxtail's good. Like a cow's tail. You make oxtail stew and stuff. Ooh, how about the cow's tail candy? Like the caramel with the cream inside? Those are good. Those are really mm. good. Mm. Okay. That is the penis that was being cooked in Akron last week. Ooh, that is something else. I agree. <sighs> something else, all right. It wasn't what was on the label. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Legitimately was something else. <laughs> you guys want to hear about the most horrifying sex injuries? Probably not, but sure. We got some good ones. <laughs> we'll go to this one next because I don't know where we're going to be with time. Most horrifying sex injuries, dash venomous spiders, lava lamps, and an entire bag of carrots. I know where the lava lamp's going. It's all fun and games until sen- someone ends up with a not for 
not fit for purpose object lodged where the sun don't shine. What happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom, unless it all goes horribly wrong and you end up on A&E. From grisly injuries called by, caused by, quote, falling on objects to bizarre sex, sex games with gruesome results. The doctors and nurses of the emergency room have seen it all, and they've been sharing their toe-curling memories on Reddit, leaving readers cringing with tales of when X-rated antics go bad. These are all just real quick quips, so it'll go by quick. First one, spider bite. Quote, and this is how it was posted on Reddit. Exotic, special-ordered venomous spider up the ass. Guy called an ambulance because he wasn't sure if he could put bug bite cream up there too, as the packaging said, quote, for external use only. (laughs) He lost his entire transverse section of his bowel. Lived, but he now poops in a bag. Oh, my God. A spider crawled in your ass? A specially ordered exotic spider that he probably put in his ass. Spider people. Who would order a spider? Puts it in their ass, and now he poops in a bag. A tragic tale. Mini lava lamp stuck in the rectum. Power cord was sticking out like a tail. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that one. The next one. Got wood. Dude stuck a pencil up his urethra. Wood is porous. It got stuck for a day. He couldn't pee around it. And initially, that's what his complaint was. Urinary retention. Finally, in the exam room, when the doc asked him what the fuck with the eraser sticking out of his dick, did the guy fess up? He ended up needing surgery. He was 70-ish, old enough to know better. I'm getting woozy just thinking <laughs> like, about Think about like, like it's sharp at the front, so it goes right in. Oh, and then it's like expanding, oh. you know. <sighs> Dave's like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, <laughs> However that noise goes. I may, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I may faint over here. Just let me cool off and wake me up in a little bit. All right. Set in stone. My uncle-in-law, who was an anesthesiologist, had a patient come in that had poured concrete in his own ass while trying to make a custom dildo. They had to chisel the concrete out of his rectum. Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't put wet, wet concrete in your asshole, folks. Patience is a virtue. This 26-year-old decided to be circumcised. His doctor told him to not have sex. He didn't listen. It peeled like a banana. Oh, my God. A half-peeled banana. The poor bloke will never look at a banana the same again. He got circumcised. This one is the most painful, I think, for me. This is like an episode of Shameless. And then he fucks. And it's peeling the skin back on his dangle. It's bad, dude. Just bad. We got more. A painful lesson. A guy who, after hearing his girlfriend had never been with anyone who was uncircumcised, took it upon himself to perform said circumcision with box cutters. He was in the OR within an hour getting the Twinkie put back in the package. Oh, my God. What's going on in this world? (laughs) Here's one for you. Holy guacamole. Florida man came in with an avocado way up there after much lube and whatever they gave him to relax his body. The thing shot out like a cannonball and splattered <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Caught on a hook. Quote, they didn't have 
any of their usual toys in arm's reach, and she didn't want to break to get them. She looks around the bathroom to see what's there she can use, lands on the toilet bowl brush, proceeds to stick the handle part up his ass. All is well until she tries to take it out. It was one of those brushers with a hook on the handle so you can hang it. She pulls it out and hooks on the side of his rectum and pulls some of his insides out with it and prolapses his rectum. Uh, All right, I'm losing consciousness, guys. (laughs) Who the fuck would stick something like that up there? Next one. Absolutely stuffed. (laughs) Solo vehicle. Solo occupant. Get to the vehicle, and the driver had his his pants open and a stuffed animal on his lap. He was having sex with a stuffed animal, and it was so good, he lost control of his car. (laughs) Crazy for carrots. Quote, I've removed seven full 11-inch carrots from a guy's ass. He couldn't get an erection, so his lady friend tried to stimulate his prostate. He had his prostate removed several years prior due to cancer. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> What's wrong with a finger? You can't use a carrot? Well, also, he didn't have a prostate. So why are you trying to <laughs> stick stuff up there? I didn't read that one ahead of time. That's fucking funny. <laughs> All right, last one. <laughs> alarm clock. An alarm clock made an uncomfortable bedfellow for one man. Quote, my friend's dad is a radiologist and told this one. He said the OR admitted a guy for a foreign object in his anus. The x-ray, they x-rayed him and looked at the film, and he saw something that resembled Mickey Mouse. A circle with two smaller circles on top, like Mickey's ears. It turns out it was a small old-timey alarm clock with the clock face and the two bells and the striker and the striker in between that that the guy had wound up and set to ring after he inserted it into his darkest of places. <laughs> Apparently, Mickey liked it in there and didn't want to come out. Hey, fella, wake up. <laughs> the end. Wake up. Don't snooze. Your alarm's going off. Can you imagine? Set the timer like it's going to go off while it's in your ass. What does that even accomplish? <laughs> you got to get to work, fella. <laughs> it sounds like uh, Mickey Mouse meets John Wayne. <laughs> hey, fella. Have you seen Minnie? It's dark up here. <laughs> So that's mine. Holy shit. Do you remember in Jackass when Ryan Dunn put the little toy car in a condom and put it up his ass and went to the doctor? (laughs) Is that the (laughs) x-ray? Hometown hero, Ryan Dunn, born in our hometown. Currently the most famous person from Medina. Absolutely. Until we have something to say about it. (laughs) Angie's mom was an ER nurse, and she told me a while back that stuff like that happens way more than you would think. Like probably like I get it. I, I wanted to. I want to think she said like once a week, once every two weeks, somebody comes in with something like that. They fucked up doing something yeah. sexual. People are bored and they gotta find a way to. go I wonder if that there. increased during the pandemic. I'm sure people are locked up at home all day, looking at their pet dolphin, thinking, "Hmm, <laughs> this might be all right." <laughs> she came out to me first. You're not looking too bad, honey. Right? You're a mammal. I'm a mammal. What did, what did, what did uh, Borat call it? Memories? Memories. It's nice. It's a memory. So, all right. I got one more quick one. If you want to do it? I have a quick one, too, but I don't know what we're at time. You go ahead. Just because it's Australian and I thought it Oh, was. I had an Australian one, too. Oh, nice. Mine's not f- as funny as it is, like, terrifying. I bet we have the same one. I don't think we do. Okay. Because you told me earlier. 
what yours was. Did I? Oh. You 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 just hinted at what it oh, was. So this is from some radio show, like a Buzzard Morning Zoo kind of radio show in yeah. Australia, it looks like. Woman snogs her dad live on air to win 550 pounds, leaving presenters, quote, disturbed. What is snogs? Kissing. Oh. This is, I believe this is a British story about an Australian game show. So. Well, because they own Australia, right? Well. And they're the wardens. <laughs> a woman fooled the Kyle and Jackie show radio host in australia into believing her father was actually her boyfriend to win a cash prize of 550 pounds <laughs> oh my god that's the kyle and jackie show <laughs> <laughs> what's the noise <laughs> <laughs> you can watch i watched this video on instagram live it is so disturbing i'd rather not please a father and daughter left radio presenters quote disturbed after going to extreme lengths to bag the cash prize in a bizarre game show Australian radio station K K I I S hosts the Kyle and Jackie show, where one of the segments features a game called Boyfriend or Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when boyfriends or girls call their boyfriends daddy? It's a good question. I, for some reason, my printer took out letters in this, so I'm going to try to read this the best I can. That's fine. I'll just be like Ian reading his story <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> the rules are simple. A female guest will bring a male companion into the studio, and the two hosts have to guess whether the man is their partner or their dad. If they guess incorrectly, the woman gets the equivalent of about 550 pounds. This week, 26-year-old Stacy brought along Nick, 49, and it was left to the presenters to figure out their true relationship. The pair presented the story that they were a couple, and the presenters grilled them on details of their intimate lives, which we will spare you the details. But they were asking her if, like, what her favorite position was, and she's talking about she likes to be on top. And then her, and he's answering this. They both are, and he's like, "Yeah, I like it. I like it on top too." And then they asked him about if he liked oral. Se- it was it's it's pretty disturbing. After they made it through the highly uncomfortable interrogation, Jackie O said. For the final challenge, saying there's only one way to decide, would you guys be willing to give each other just a kiss on the lips? A little kiss on the lips. This is going to be the clincher for everyone watching Instagram Live. The pair move in for a smooch, asking, lasting a few seconds. I'm sorry, this, I'm missing some letters here. It's like playing fucking Wheel of Fortune reading mm. this. <laughs> Probably someone from Kentucky wrote this article. <laughs> lasting a few per- seconds, as presenter Kyle says, they are fully kissing. It was a makeout. So like these, Whoa. the dad and daughter were like tonguing, tonguing on air. She says, "I'm locking in boyfriend without a doubt. It has to be the boyfriend. It has to be. It can't be the father. No one kisses their father like that." <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the studio is in agreement that the pair are partners, and they switch it to Stacy for the grand reveal. The entire office behind them jumps to their feet, and she says, "The things we do for money. This is actually my father. My boyfriend is going to be mortified." <laughs> <laughs> Good God. I congratulate the pair on their, quote, close relationship and for winning the prize of $1,000, adding, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen. So this uh, young lady with large breasts is making out with her dad to win a grand. Is that is everyone in Australia? Did they pound a bunch of fosters before they got there? Does, do Australian girls like My to first... make out with their dads? Maybe. Maybe it's just a penal colony thing. <laughs> My first thought is that this is just a morning show stunt. And they set the whole thing up, and it's not even... They're just actors. It's um, possible. Sure, of course. Because that's just fucked up. Man, I just don't want to believe that. That's terrible. Yeah. Check out the video. It's interesting. No, thank you. I yeah. will not. Yeah. <laughs> I will not watch that. 
Buzzer Morning Zoo. Two things in this entire show that I've not done. Look at the Casey or uh, Casey Anthony, the Jean Benet Ramsey uh, photos, and watch that video. Those are the two things. Uh, neither are great. Yeah, neither are great. Okay, that's all it's I got. A lot of money to do that. It's not. Not at all. <laughs> no, it's like twenty months of Patreon though, so maybe it is worth it. Well, mm. well, what they get that money added to their commissary? Is that how it works? <laughs> Buy an extra something, pack of Twinkies or something, something like that. <laughs> Training for some smokes, get some extra, uh, you know, yard time or something. Wacky Aussies, okay. Drunk up on Fosters all the time. Okay, that's not my dad. This is my dad. <laughs> that's actual audio we pulled from the. <laughs> Australia's wacky morning zoo. <laughs> oh boy. All right, let's end it on that one. That was a good, funny one. What else? We got anything else to talk about today? I don't know. What do you got? Not much. No. Ian, you got anything? No. <laughs> you want to pontificate about anything? Anything you want to discuss? Close it out with an FMK here. Something good. I do have one, actually. I have one yeah, prepared. Yeah, one. All right. I had a few questions prepared in case we went short. I wasn't yeah. sure how our stories were going to go. I'm going to skip my story about the Australian man who came home to find two 400-pound pythons fell through his roof into his kitchen. Oh, my God. I'm going to skip that story. I, I was did. out for a walk the other day. I saw a garden snake on the path. Did you scream like a little I bitch? I go way around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do an FMK. Uh, so I, I, have, I call this one the good-looking actors or actresses. FMK, Idris Elba, Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr. Who did I say that right? One? Idris? Idris? Idris. Idris. Idris Elba, Chris Hemsworth, Robert Downey Jr. I'm killing Robert Downey Jr. You son of a bitch. Effing Chris Hemsworth. And I will live happily ever after with Idris Elba for sure. Okay. I'm actually the same as Dave on that one. You guys are motherfuckers. Idris Elba is a good looking man. He is, but you're in the toughest of competition. First of all, Robert Downey Jr. is just one of my heroes of life. So I'm marrying him. It's your problem. Then between Chris Hemsworth and Idris Elba, that's tough. I think I would bang Chris Hemsworth and kill Idris Elba. Wow. I think so. That accent? I could listen to Idris Elba talk in my ear all day long. Well, I'm not trying to talk to him. He can talk while I'm killing him. (laughs) Okay. All right. Female version. F. Mary Kill. Zoe Saldana. Kate Beckinsale. Dave took his glasses off when I said (laughs) Zoe Saldana. He's getting serious. (laughs) Zoe Saldana. Kate Beckinsale. Kerry Washington. Oh, that's a hard one that's what she said mm. who was the last one ian's googling right now carrie, carrie washington. washington hey i had to google all three of them you son of a bitch all right i'll go all first right. I, I got that's go ahead ian. go ahead ian no you go ahead go ahead i will kill carrie washington it's tough i would marry kate beckinsale and i would f zoe saldana i would kill carrie washington F. Kate Beckinsale and Mary Zoe Saldana. That one's tough because I think Kate and Zoe both, I hold them in high regard. I would definitely marry Zoe Saldana. I know you liked her or like her. I am, I'm struggling with these other two, though. I'm going to talk about accents. Kate Beckinsale. Mm. Underworld Kate Beckinsale. I don't know. I just think of her in that movie with Adam Sandler, Click. She's fucking hot in that, too. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing like a normal housewife. <laughs> I don't need her killing vampires or whatever she's doing in Underworld. Carrie Washington. Mm. 
we blew Dave's mind and I, <laughs> he's regretting asking for an F Mary kill. Cause now he's got an answer. That's to this a tough one. one, man. Hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to kill Kate Beckinsale. Wow. Carrie Washington. Damn. We all had three different answers on that one. Mm. Look at that. I like when we all get different. That's, that's a close tie though. All right. Let us know your answers. That was a tough one. I think all six are gorgeous human beings. Can we agree on that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Robert Downey's all right. He's pretty good looking. Yeah, he's not great. Stop it. <laughs> now you're embarrassing it's yourself. Kind of the worst actor I've ever seen. No, I disagree. <laughs> Guy came back from a huge drug problem, gave himself a second chance, and now he's one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood. I mean, Tropic Thunder doing blackface. Guy's in the, the KKK practically. Tropic Thunder <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> that, have you seen it? Or did you see clips? I've just, I, I really never really ever watched funny. that whole movie. You might even like Jack Black in that movie. Yeah. I don't I heard I, it was real good. I don't, it's it just is one funny. of those blind spots that I've never watched it. Yeah. It's pretty good. I don't know. It goes on a little long, I think. I don't even know how long it is, but I feel like, like the first half is really funny and then it kind of gets more like action y yeah. and it's not as good. Yeah. I also have the same thoughts about Pineapple Express. I, I thought, I, don't like that movie. I thought that movie was great. When it was just them getting high, doing stupid shit, well, yeah, and then it, and then it becomes great. this action movie. I'm like, fuck! I don't I don't want to watch this. I hated Pineapple Express. Yeah, it's I didn't terrible. like it. I, I had the DVD and I think I threw it away. I, I actually think I threw it away, or I gave it to someone I can't remember because I was like, I don't want this in my house. It came in like a two pack of something. Like I think I bought like Forty Year Old Virgin and or mm, knocked yeah. up or something. I didn't love it at all. No, I liked the part where they were just getting high, being stupid. Like that was funny. Yeah. I hated when it became like an action. Yeah, movie. I didn't like it at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, can I go back and switch my FMK? <laughs> He's still thinking about this. <laughs> go ahead. I got an FK back in sale. I'm sorry. Carrie Washington. Killing Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington is beautiful. So you and She's Ian got a I got to kill her, though. So you and Ian agreed on both FMKs tonight. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's going to be laying in bed tonight, like, no, fuck. No. He's like, I got to complain about this next episode. I was just thinking about Underworld, Kate back in sale. I'm like, no, I can't do that. I got to go back and change thinking it. about her underwear. <laughs> Okay, well, we've gotten ourselves in enough trouble tonight, I think. News episodes always fun. I love them. Uh, well, I some, don't care if anyone of, else likes Some of us think so. Other listeners don't love well, them. Skip it. Some people hate these as much as they hate, quote, wrestling episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Ian, anything else? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Dave, you got anything else? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Feeling good. Feeling fine. All right. What's the... Oh, God damn. I was trying to think of the quote from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Feel good. Oh, really good. Like when he, when he drinks watch the, that. Yeah. When he drinks the, uh, like the, whatever that mist drink is. <laughs> Anyways, fuck. Go watch Big Trouble in Little China. Kurt Russell is best. Okay, bye. <laughs>